I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If dollar cost averaging into high quality stocks and index funds each month is the boring yet proven way to get rich, dividend stock investing is the excitement level of watching paint dry. When people start investing, they want the exciting, sexy growth stock. They want to be able to go to work and brag to their coworkers that their stock is up 30 or 40 or 50%. No one goes into work and brags about that month's addition to their dividend stock portfolio that's going to net them an extra $3.89 this year. However, as you keep with it, you keep buying dividend stocks or dividend ETFs, your boring little dividend will eventually become the drug that you just can't stop. Eventually, you've built up enough shares, so your $3.89 a year turns into $389, and then after a while, you're at $3,890, and perhaps if you stick with it long enough, $38,900. And when you're getting nearly $40,000 a year in passive income, no matter what is happening to the stock price, that is something that does turn heads. So on today's show, we're going to look at different dividend stocks that you can get started on your journey for passive income. And hopefully you will get excited about building up that dividend income more and more each month. You're listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Let's get into it. Peter Lynch the founder of Fidelity and famous for making the Magellan Fund outperform the S&P 500, I think, for 15 straight years. Peter Lynch has this famous quote that I think fits today's conversation about dividend investing. He said, everybody has the brain power to make money in stocks, but not everyone has the stomach. The nice thing about dividend investing is that you are buying shares in a company with a proven track record that have extra cash on hand. Companies that do not have any actual revenue, like super young, small cap, hyper tech growth companies, like Lime Scooter. I actually don't know if Lime is a publicly traded company, but in the States, there's these scooters everywhere. Like they just came overnight. All of a sudden, there was like four or five of these scooter companies. Bird. Bird actually was a publicly traded company. And Bird Scooter, you could rent these scooters with an app on your phone and you scan it. It's like a dollar per minute and... I know that big boss, Glenn James, loves to scoot around the States on a scooter when he's in. Anyway, Bird was this, it seemed like a super successful company. They became a publicly traded company, and I think they're out of business now. They may not be out of business, but everyone who invested their money in that company is probably out of money because they never actually had revenues. They were kind of selling the hype that maybe they'd grow into something. So Bird never got to the point or they had cash on hand to give out a dividend. When you are investing in dividend companies, you're investing in companies that have that proven track record, profitability, and cash on hand. Instead of investing 
all that extra cash on the business itself, like most growth-only stocks do, the dividend company pays you back in quarterly or monthly dividend and lets you, the investor, decide what you want to do with that money. You can reinvest it into the same company, you can take the money and invest it elsewhere, or you can cash out and pay some of your bills. The point is that it takes a less strong stomach, as Peter Lynch was talking about, to weather the ups and downs of a bear market when you know that even if the stock price is falling, you are still going to be giving that dividend. That precious, juicy, quarterly check. I mean, it might be a check. Most times these days is just put into your brokerage account. And if you select automatic reinvestment, it just automatically buys more of that dividend stock. So as you're waiting for the price to recover, you're still getting that little dopamine hit every month or every quarter from that dividend. And it really is a helpful push towards your long-term financial goals when you see that that dividend has come in. And when it grows and it grows, you you protect it. You're like my little nest egg. You're like Schmeagle on Lord of the Rings. You're like, my precious. Okay, let's keep going. Before we get into stocks and looking at buying uh, stocks that can pay you monthly or quarterly income, I think... I actually want to end the show today talking about 10 dividend stocks under $25. We need to first look at how to figure out if a dividend stock is worth buying. But first, let's do today's fun fact. Fun fact. Did you know that New York City spent more money building Central Park than the United States government spent purchasing Alaska from Russia? Well, now you do. And that was today's fun fact. So you're ready to start investing in dividend stocks, but there are just so many to choose from. Do you go for the highest yield, trying to get the biggest return? Do you pick the largest and most stable company? Well, I'm going to tell you how to identify if a dividend stock is a buy in five minutes or less. Some tips you can take away to do some research to identify within five minutes or less, is this a good purchase for me? Number one, you want to look at payout ratio. There are some exceptions, but payout ratios, let's think of REITs, for example, a real estate investment trust, have a payout ratio of 60 to 70% of earnings. So if a company makes $100, they're expected that payout ratio to be 60 or $70. I like to see a payout ratio in the range of at least 35 to 55%. REITs, you know, pay out that higher 60 to 70. When I'm looking at a dividend company, I want to see 35 to 55%. This allows for growth for the company, but also it allows you to get a larger percentage and continue to reinvest and fuel your long-term growth. So payout ratio, look for 35 to 55%. Number two, cash flows. Cash flows are very important for all companies, not just dividend companies. The cash flow will tell you almost everything you need to know about a company. It will tell you how they make money, where they make money, and how much of it they're keeping and how they're spending it. Look at the free cash flow because cash is king. And you can find that in a company's financial statements as well as many websites. Uh, This isn't an advertisement, but if you look on like Seeking Alpha, for instance, you can do research in a company and it will tell you the free cash flow pretty quickly. Number three, beta. We don't want to hold stocks that are extremely volatile because that defeats the purpose of long-term compounding. You don't want crazy up and down when you're building a dividend portfolio. And beta will tell you how volatile a company is relative to the overall market. 
A beta of one means that the stock is equally as volatile as the entire stock market. So if you're looking at a company, I don't know, Johnson and Johnson, for instance, you're trying to get into dividend portfolio investing. Johnson and Johnson is going to have a low beta. It's going to be less than one, meaning that it is less volatile than the overall stock market. They're a huge company, very stable. They don't have the whims of investors going in and out of them. Uh, it's a good long-term dividend company, a company that owns companies and pays out a good dividend. So take a look at beta. Number four, current ratio to current assets. You want to look at current assets divided by the current liabilities. This is going to give you the, the current ratio. And this ratio will tell you how well a company can meet its short-term debt. It's a good number to know just in case you know what hits the fan. We want to see a current ratio above one in this scenario. So in the company's assets divided by liabilities, you want to know if bleep, bleep, bleep hits the fan that this company can pay its bills, and more importantly, it can pay you. Number five, you need to be asking some questions. Questions like, who is this company's competitors? What is their competitive advantage? Are they the market leaders? It's not always great to be buying number two. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you think like, well, Apple is, you know, 150 a share, but... What is, who's Apple's competitor? I guess Google. That's a bad example. Because Google's a good diversified company that has other things. I was just thinking of purely like smartphones. Okay, let's, let's make the example even worse. Okay, so you've got Apple. 150 a share. You love the iPhone. You're thinking of them as an iPhone company. And you're like, well, Nokia is only like $8 a share. Maybe I'll buy them. But Nokia is never going to do anything. You want to be looking at market leaders. How solid is this company's management? Are they reinvesting for long-term growth? If they're not, you might just be buying kind of a dud of a company. And if you're looking for dividend only and you don't really care about capital appreciation, you don't mind if the stock never grows, that might be fine, but you probably only want to do that if, really if you're retired. If you're listening to my millennial money, you're probably somewhere along the lines of a millennial and you still want and probably need capital appreciation. So when you're looking at a company, are they reinvesting for long-term growth? Are there any new product lines? Because if they're reinvesting, there probably will be some new product lines. And finally, can they expand into new markets? They don't have to be yes to all of these questions, but you should be asking a few of these questions just to give you an idea of the company. Because as our good buddy Warren Buffett tells us, if you don't want to hold a company for 10 years, you shouldn't hold that company for 10 minutes. You want to be able to analyze a company's, like, their quality. Like, if you can't answer yes to some of these questions, and if you can find out that some of them are a no, the more yeses you get on this list, that means these stocks should be put on your watch list. And once you have a watch list, you can go deeper dive on stocks and determine if they are a buy for you. The good part is that you can filter out the good from the bad very quickly once you've mastered these five steps. And once you can do that, it makes your job as a dividend investor so much easier. Are you guys familiar with the band TLC? 90s R&B group. Who can forget Left Eye, RIP? Anyway, TLC, when I was a young lad, we went on this um, like road trip with my parents. 
I think my, we had dropped my older brother and sister off at like a summer camp for a week. So it was just me and my mom and my dad. And we were driving around Colorado and I had my Discman on. If you don't know what a Discman is, uh, it's uh, a device that would play a CD. And if you don't know what a CD is, just Google it. So I had my Discman and my parents were listening to whatever they were listening to, driving around Colorado. And I was in the back seat listening to Boys to Men, TLC, and MC Hammer. And TLC had this song, don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Anyway, the point is, chasing waterfalls is a bad idea. TLC tells us that as well as stocks. Something you do not want to do when you start off as a dividend investor is chasing yield. The yield is the expected payout for the dividend. Some stocks have a very large very appealing yield. And that's probably because the company is most likely not going to make it. They're trying to attract you with the yield to try to attract your dollars because they're in trouble. Quick example is Zim Integrated Shipping. Zim is known for a huge dividend and probably an unsustainable one. Depending on the price of the stock, it literally goes from 50% yield one day to today I looked, it was 100 and 17%. 100. How are they paying a 117% yield? That sounds like something that is too good to be true and probably is. Had you been lured into buying Zim last year when it had a 50% yield, you would not be very happy as Zim stock is down 80%. Do not buy a stock just for dividend yield. Go through those five steps that we talked about. Take some time and do a little bit of research because if you're just chasing yield, the actual price of the stock might take a huge dump and then you're not happy at all. Most people invest in dividend stocks because they're less volatile than the stock market, not more volatile than the average stock market. So listen to TLC, my friends, and don't go chasing yield. And now let's get into the 10 best dividend stocks at or around $25 per share, right after this quick break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. You've got $2,500 lying around, and you want to buy 100 shares of dividend stocks. Well, here's a list for you to look at. And then run your own analysis and see if this is something you want to invest in. Let's start it. Number one, Ascent Group, ticker AX1, found on the ASX. 
it is only $1.80 per share AUD. It has a 3.63% dividend yield, and Goldman Sachs has it as a buy with an estimation yield rising in 2023. You always like to see a rising yield. Number two, Hewlett Packard. Ticker HPE traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Currently trading for $17 per share, has a dividend yield of 2.8%. Hewlett Packard has seen the stock take a little bit of a flat line for the last five years, which again, isn't out of the question for dividend stocks. You don't expect tons of volatility. There's not been much growth, but there hasn't really been much downside either. It's a little bit like holding a bond. Number three, Ford, ticker symbol F. When you see a ticker symbol that is just one letter, you know that this company has been publicly traded for a long time. And Ford, ticker symbol F, is on the New York Stock Exchange. It's an automotive maker, I'm assuming you know, is sitting currently around $13 per share. They have been dipping their toe into the electric vehicles uh, waters, and I think they've been doing a pretty good job. I've sat in an exhibition uh, of a Ford F-150 Lightning, which is their electric pickup truck, and that puppy is fast, and it's cool. I think it's going to do well. They still have the best-selling pickup truck in America that also guzzles petrol. And it seems like they've had the best-selling pickup truck for like 7,000 years in a row. Their dividend yield is 3.97%. And many analysts have them as an A-plus valuation right now. So they think that it is a value purchase for Ford right now, giving you a pretty good dividend yield, 3.97%. Number four. Australian Clinical Labs, ticker symbol ACL, traded on the ASX. It is trading for about three bucks. So really, if you've got twenty five hundred, you can get quite a bit of the stock. They like to build themselves as the leading provider in pathology, specifically in Australia. They have a dividend yield of get this seventeen percent. That's pretty high. It's not as high as Zim. So maybe you're you're just starting to get to the chasing yield kind of. Uh, environment. I do a little bit more due diligence on them before jumping into to that because 17% is pretty high, but it's not, I don't know, it's not out of the question. As always, do your own due diligence. Australian Clinical Labs, $3 per share, 17% dividend yield, might be worth a look. Number five, Paramount Global, the famous movie maker in Hollywood, ticker symbol P-A-R-A. Share price is $19 per share with a dividend yield of 5%. Don't expect much growth from Para as the movie industry is meh and they've got tons of competition, but they are a very profitable company and 5% is nothing to shake a stick at. Number six, South 32 Limited, ticker symbol S32 traded on the ASX. They have a price per share of $4.44 Australian a dividend yield of 7.3%. Again, very solid. S32 uh, is a diversified mining and metals company that produces a broad range of commodities, including uh, a bunch of words that I'm not going to say right. Alumina, bauxite, aluminum, aluminum if you're in the States, copper, silver, lead, zinc, nickel, coal, and magnesium. A diversified commodities company with a 7% yield. Maybe worth a look. Number seven, Sirius XM Radio. Ticker S-I-R-I. It's trading for six bucks a share, has a dividend yield of 1.62%. 
Morgan Stanley likes their growth potential because they've got partnerships with major car manufacturers around the globe, and they have a very profitable margins. Number eight, AT&T, the famous telephone maker here in the States, ticker symbol T. Again, you know you've been around a long time and you've got a single ticker symbol. It's just T. And T is trading at 20 bucks per share right now with a dividend yield of 6%. Are they growing? No, not really. Are they profitable? Yes. Are they going anywhere? Most likely not. Number nine, NZ, Australia and New Zealand Banking Group. Obviously, they're an Australian multinational banking company and financial services, quoting the second largest bank by assets in Australia. This gives NZ a serious advantage because of its size. It's a relatively low-risk investment, and unlike banking competitors, it has engaged in share buybacks over the years and maintained a healthy dividend. Price is 24 bucks Australian, and dividend yield is 6.13%. Probably worth a look. And finally, drumroll please, brrr, the 10th most interesting dividend stock around $25 is actually a lesson because they actually just announced that they are cutting their dividend. Lumen, ticker symbol L-U-M, has long been a darling for affordable share price and attractive yield. But recently, the company's new management has decided to cut the typical 6% dividend yield and decide to do company buyback instead. When a company does stock buybacks, they're hoping to increase the stock price as there are less shares in the market. They're hoping that will drive the stock price up. And they're trying to look like more a growth company rather than a dividend. This has upset a lot of the hardcore dividend investors. So they are dumping the stock in droves and the stock price isn't actually going up. It's actually going down. Point is, you need to make sure you do your due diligence. You don't want to be a bag holder of someone like Lumen and watching the stock drop. Invest in quality companies. Do a little bit of research and some work before you invest your money. This has been a list of at least nine companies at or around $25 that could possibly increase your dividend portfolio, but there are great ways to get involved in dividend investing. There are many, many ETFs out there that are focused on dividend investing. If you want to just own 100 dividend companies instead of trying to pick some yourselves, Take a look at a stock scanner and click on dividend, then click on ETF, and you can do it that way. Lumen is kind of the outsider of the group. And they might bring the dividend back at some point in the future, but the point is to find a high-quality stock and buy with conviction. I hope this has been insightful for you today. You don't need a huge portfolio to start acquiring some of these affordable dividend stocks. And as always, develop your plan and stick to your plan. You've been listening to My Millennial Investor the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. We'll see you next week. This podcast is produced and published by Oregon Trail Investor in the USA. All information is for entertainment purposes only. The brand My Millennial Investor is used under license. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 